How many times have you sat down to work and struggled to concentrate? It can be very hard to get into work mode when so many things are distracting you. This is particularly challenging when you work from home. Your focus can be split between your home life and your work life very easily. There are ways to trick your mind into getting into the work mode though. In today's episode, we're going to talk about things you can try to help yourself get to work. Welcome to Empowering Productivity, the podcast that empowers you to break the mental chains that keep you from producing. Here are your hosts, Keely and Austin Reason. We all have these days where we aren't really motivated to work, but we can't really bail out on our tasks. <laughs> so what do you do on a day like that? <laughs> well, sometimes you can. I mean, oh, yeah. as a work from home person. That's right. That's right. But, you know, if you can't, because you do have people who are relying yeah. on you. You've got deadlines that are coming up and things that are due. Sometimes you just have to knuckle down, get to work anyways. So this week we wanted to talk about a couple of tricks, little uh, uh, life hacks, mm. mind hacks, hacks <laughs> uh, tricks that can help you to get your mind in the game, get you, get you ready for work mode. So the key to these tricks is that you have to, some of, some of these are sort of Pavlovian response and yeah. so you're going to need to limit these to work times only. So bear right. that in mind as we move forward. The first one is one of my favorites to create a work playlist. And so what that what that does is, you know, sometimes people have a workout playlist where, you know, this is the music that they're going to put on and they're going to hit the gym or they're going to start running or get on their bike or do whatever. And for some people, it's the same playlist all the time. I know when I was uh, back when I was running, I did have a, a playlist uh, that was, I don't know, maybe three or four albums. And to this day, if I listen to some of the songs from those albums, I, I like I can I can feel myself pounding down down the asphalt, you know, getting down the road. And um, it, it just it sets your brain into a specific mode. And so you can do the same thing with work. So with a workout playlist, you know, you, you want it to be jock jams and, you know, like hype music and that kind of stuff. Cause you want to get your heart rate up. You want to get moving. You want to have something that's like motivational eye of the tiger kind of thing. When it comes to work, you need to tailor it for your, your type of work. So if you are doing something that is, you know, that's going to require your focus and your attention, maybe go instrumental. And that doesn't necessarily have to mean, you know, like Mozart or something like that. <laughs> um, Keely, what, what's always your, your go-to for this stuff? For the most part, I listen to instrumental jazz music without heavy sax. I listen to heavy sax music with uh, in different moods, but I also used to listen to a lot of Celtic. Oh yeah, instrumental. I have not been remembering to do that lately. Yeah, and so what you can do is, if if you're going to have to focus, you know, you're writing or you're reading, uh, go with something instrumental. Or alternatively, I would also throw in there: you can go with something with lyrics, if it is a song that is so well known to you that the lyrics can just kind of zip on by. You don't they have to think about them anymore. Them, yeah. And part two, I was going to say, if you are that type. <laughs> I will sing to the music. Yes. I cannot know. And even if I don't know the lyrics, now I'm listening to them. It's just not helpful. Yeah. And, and it depends. <laughs> you know, there's times where even music that I've listened to a million times and, the, and it can just wash over me. If I'm reading something that I really need to, to knuckle down and understand what I'm what I'm getting into and and concentrate a little bit more, I'll just I'll just cut it off, put it to the side. Sometimes I won't even have instrumental music. So Keely said uh, instrumental jazz, um, sometimes Celtic. 
when um, there was a period of time where we would drop off our kids every Wednesday night and we would go sit in a McDonald's nearby and mooch off their Wi-Fi, get a little bit of something to eat and sit there and just work on our laptops. And right around that same time, I discovered Google Play Music and for whatever reason, fell into like epic soundtrack music. So it was Star Wars, it was Lord of the Rings, it was James Bond, it was like, it was all of these like epic film scores, you know, and this kind of stuff. And it's so funny because again, there's times where I'll be watching one of those movies and hear the big swelling theme song come on and all of a sudden I'm smelling chicken nuggets. (laughs) Like, what's going on? Because my brain is so locked into it. So use that mental hack to say, okay, when I sit down, I put in my earbuds, and I play this track, you know, this playlist, whatever it is, that means it is go time. So if you're sitting down and your brain is a million places and you can't seem to focus, drop that playlist in, see what happens to your mental state. The other thing that I think really helps <clears throat> is to have like some designated places that you work. Now, I didn't have a home office pre-pandemic. Right. I just kind of worked the all throughout home the house. Was your office. Yeah, but um, I did have different places that I would work were basically assigned for different tasks and they had different purpose or whatever. I do have a desk now. We did end up doing that when, you know, pandemic kids were coming home. We all got, and they were all home. Yeah. It was just too hard. I had always homeschooled them at the table and worked from the counter and stuff, but, uh, our house setups weren't really conducive to that. So, What I would do is like I would have a standing place and if I was standing, it usually was for a certain kind of task. It was something that I could walk away from, help our kids, whatever. It also kind of signified to the kids, mom's available to me. Mm. And when I would sit on the couch, this was usually for me to do more typing projects. It was just more comfortable. But then if I had to be quiet, I would just go to my room. (laughs) Like if I had to shut (laughs) everything out. And now that I have a desk, I do still actually go to different parts of the house depending on, you know, whatever's going on. But if I am struggling to focus, I just have I go sit at my desk and work. And one thing I never thought I would want like a home desk. But one thing that has helped me is to actually get away from work. I don't work on the couch much anymore. So it's not only a, a, a mind hack to get you into work mode. It can also help you get out of work mode by just simply standing up and going to a different room in the house, it can kind of, you know, get you out of that mindset just as easily. So it's definitely helped for the weekends. Like I do still tend to come upstairs at night sometimes and work, but on weekends it's been way easier to shut it all down. Yep. So number three on our, on our uh, six mind tricks, mind hacks this week is work from a list. Now we've talked about doing this before, but it's, it can be a very easy way to visualize what you have to get done. If you've got literally a checklist, a to-do list, a punch list, whatever you're going to call it, it can help you to get your mind in the right place. So make the list as long or as short as you as you need in order to be able to focus. If you're the type of person that needs to have a, a long to-do list in front of you to motivate you, oh man, I've got to get in gear, then do that. If you're the type of person that a long list is going to be overwhelming, then get your top three things down that you got to get accomplished today. And then start one. Look at the first thing on the list, and get to it, get started. Um, if you're really struggling to get into that work mode um, and, and you don't already have a task list, writing it out can, can help get you moving down that, down that path. And, and again, depending on the type of, of list person you are, 
maybe you need to write down all of the things, you know, write this email, make this phone call, send this text, you know, all those kinds of things. Um, but definitely make sure that you get the big things down and then, uh, let, you know, again, whichever approach you are, the overwhelm that kicks you into gear or the small, you know, accomplishable task list, get it written down, take a look at it, and then pick one and get into gear. So, um, to help you with that, we talked a little bit, um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, with Brian about doing a brain dump and how, um, if your mind is sort of racing with a million things that you have going on, sometimes it can help to just dump all of that onto paper. And what it does, it, it literally frees up, you know, uh, <laughs> RAM cycles in your brain where you can focus that energy, that, that thought processing power to something else. If you're constantly worried about, oh man, I've got so many things, I don't want to forget any of them, right? Then write them down or put them in your, put them on your calendar, put them in your phone, what, you know, wherever it is that you track all that kind of stuff. And literally anything that's on your mind at that point when you're doing a brain dump, write it down. So is the whole, I'm so I don't do brain dumps. Right. I don't fully understand the idea behind them, but you just said that it was to help you to keep from forgetting to do things. It can be. Yeah. So how is this different than the list? Is it because you use the brain dump as the raw materials for your to-do list? Oh, well, what kind of things do you put on your, in your brain dump? Is it all work related? So there's a, there's a couple ways that you can do it. It depends on the need of the moment. So if we're using this as a mind trick and we're saying, I'm having a hard time getting motivated to work today. And part of the reason is I'm overwhelmed with all of the things racing around my mind. Then doing a brain dump literally gets them out of your mind so that you can focus on the work that you're trying to actually get done. So if you're sitting, if you're trying to sit down to work and What's racing through your head is, oh man, I, I need to remember to get that permission slip filled out for the kids. I got to get over to the dry cleaners and get the clothes. I, I need to do the dishes. Uh, oh man, the lawnmower broke down. So I, I got to remember to get that part. And all of those things are racing through your head. What that can be is that that can literally be like it, whatever the reverse of a mind hack is where like your brain is hacking you and it's overwhelming you with all of these thoughts. So what you're doing is get, saying, okay, fine. These are important. So they are important enough for me to write them down so I do not forget about them. Because one of the cycles you can get stuck in is worrying about losing track of something that's swirling around in your head. So you dump it all out, you get it all written down, and and the cool thing is it's got a brain dump because some of it's garbage. Because you, you just <laughs> write it all down and you don't worry, don't ever stop and think, is this important enough to write down? If it's there, if it's in your mind, write it down. Then it's out of your mind, it's on the paper. And then later on, whether that means right then and there or at the end of the workday or at lunch or next week, whatever, you can go back to that list and then the things aren't forgotten. They are there. And so you can use a brain dump as the beginning of your to-do list for the day or you can use it to, to just get it all down and then say, I'm going to come back to this later. I already know my to-do list right now. I just can't focus on it because I got all these other things swirling around in my head. Whether those things are personal or business or business, but not related to the things that you need to do right now, whatever it is, you get it all down and then you can come back to it later. Mm. There you go. That's a brain dump. That's the brain dump. I think I, uh, I, I don't know. I think I visualize a lot more. <laughs> 
I don't, I don't want to write everything down in my mind, but I definitely do visualize myself making dinner or yes. doing, doing whatever. Like, so if I start worrying like, well, what am I supposed to make for dinner? And when am I supposed to pick this kid up from school? And when am I supposed, and it is a little bit overwhelming. I just actually start yep. visualizing myself doing those things. Oh, see, for me, that would be, that would be too much. Well, I just pick one if thing I, at a time. I'm not visualizing doing them all at once. Oh, any one of those things. No, no that's <laughs> what I'm saying. If I started visualizing myself doing those things, then I would not be focused on the thing that I should be doing right now. So interesting. Yeah. Well, I've heard that visualization does help you like do things because like you've like your your mind doesn't really know the difference. And so right. essentially you've actually already done it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it does make it a little bit easier to just do it. Right. Because <laughs> you already did it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because you spend so much time thinking about it and then you do it. Now you feel like you've done it twice. Right. Yeah. It is kind of interesting. So number five on our list is start your work time with the same routine or the same thing. And uh, this could be anything, whatever it is your thing. Like if you have to power on your computer, obviously that's the first thing you need to start with. Get your cup of coffee. Get your cup of coffee. Maybe you need to um, check your voicemails or check your calendar and look to see what's on your, you know, what your calls for the day or whatever you got to do. It's a good way to get your brain signaled that you have to start work. It's time to switch gears. I actually felt um, earlier last week, I went to an office where I do some marketing and I had actually gone up there for another meeting. The meeting got canceled. So I just switched into the first thing I do when I go to that office. And I wasn't there for very long, but I just did what I always do. So you may have a job that isn't like the same all the time. Most of us don't, but there is going to be some things you can do every time to help yourself get going. So obviously you don't want to make whatever that thing is to be an hour long to do. Right. (laughs) You know, let me go sit here and check every single communication thing possible. And now we're an hour deep. We haven't even done anything, but, uh, something to get you started, whatever that looks like for you. And you know, there's, there's a, um, kind of some of this comes from addiction, uh, psychology and mentality where, uh, there are some people who, uh, you know, if they're trying to break the habit of smoking, the nicotine addiction is real, but sometimes there's additional layers on top of that. It's the whole ritual of smoking a cigarette. You know, right. there's, you, you very often nowadays have to go to a certain spot and you have your favorite kind of lighter and are you a soft pack or a box type of person? And, you know, you have all these different things and there's all of these elements that go into it. Um, for, for you and I, um, uh, coffee for a lot of people, tea is not, it's not just a beverage, it's a ritual, right? You know, for us, we, we use a French press. And so there's a rhythm and a pattern and a whole routine that goes into it. And so if you, you establish some routines like that, that are the things you do to get to work, then beginning that process can just sort of become a, a self-propelling thing. Where, you know, if I take the, the, the coffee pot and dump out, you know, the old coffee and get rid of the old coffee grinds, I'm going to have a pot of coffee in the next couple of minutes because, <laughs> I, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to rinse out the pot. I'm going to get the fresh grinds. I'm going to get the water going. I'm going to, you know, do all those things. And it's just like one thing leads to another. So if you can set up a routine that is the kickoff into work, sometimes you can just sort of let the momentum carry you along. And that's the exact momentum that keeps me from getting breakfast for at least an hour after I come out in the house. That's how it works. I just kick it off, man. I just see that thing and I start doing it and like, shoot. One thing leads (laughs) to the next. 
It's very good in work, but sometimes it can be bad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The sixth trick is to use a clock in, clock out app. So I have had to track my time on some of my client work. And I found that when I would clock in, well, I'm billing them for this time. So I have to stay true to what I'm doing. I can't get on Facebook or go get coffee or go to the bathroom while I'm clocked in. And so I actually find it to be like, I don't want to have to go back and add up 15 timestamps because I kept getting distracted by stuff. Like, no, don't go clock out. So I get ready to go do something and realize I'm not working. Let me clock out. I'm like, crap, I've only been working for 15 minutes. This isn't enough. I'm going to stay here and do it. So that is very helpful. Like Like if you work at a job and you go clock in, you're telling yourself, I am now... Right. Working. This is paid time. I don't want to take advantage of my boss or whatever. And, and it's would, the same way. I would say even if you're not working for an hourly client, um, I found so so we have decided to try and track some of the tasks that I do a little more closely <clears throat> to, to see how much time is it actually taking. And so uh, I've been I've been clocking in a lot more. And we've gone through phases where sometimes I right. clock in everything I do and sometimes I don't. And, and over the last, uh, I don't know, two weeks, I have been clocking in for every single thing that I've been doing. And it, it, there's something different that happens in your brain when you think I'm on the clock, even if you're, even if you're literally not just the idea of like punching that timestamp. Yeah. 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 You know what I found that to, to really do as well is I have a tendency to work for multiple clients all at the same moment. Yes. So it really did make me streamline what I was doing. Make sure like, focus in on one. No, I can't stop working for this one because now I have two clients actually being billed under the same time. <laughs> yep. It actually irritated me to death, and I don't love clocking in for that reason, but I can definitely see the benefit to it for people. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, guys, that's our mind tricks that can uh, help you to get motivated when you're having a hard time getting into gear for work. Empowering Productivity is brought to you by R5 Website Management. If you're looking to take your online presence to the next level, we're we're here to help you out. We can help you streamline your website, unify all of your business listings, and generate amazing content that makes your phone ring. Email us at contact at r5websitemanagement.com to get started today. And until next week, get out there and start breaking those mental chains that are keeping you from producing.